Podcasts are one of the fastest growing mediums, with more people listening to podcasts in the US every week than there are global Netflix subscribers. Its popularity is in part based on its convenience, the fact that most podcasts are free, and the huge variety of the content that exists. We're now seeing entrepreneurs and professional coaches of all types using podcasting to grow their own businesses, and a woman who is making that easy and affordable is Sarah Lockwood, the CEO of Hivecast. Sarah, welcome to The Achievers. Hey, thanks for having me, Dax. This is such an interesting topic in the marketing world and really has been ever since Steve Jobs developed the iPod and decided to start casting content on it. Tell us a little bit about who are Hivecast's clients, because it's a little bit different, I think, probably to a lot of other production companies, and why why do they care about having a podcast? Yeah, uh, well, thanks for asking. So Hivecast is a is a podcast production business that really helps our hosts develop a show from scratch, if that's where they're starting. Um, and we do that with a very quick and uh, curated process that helps people get their podcasts launched generally within a couple of weeks, within three weeks on average. Um, we do it in a very predictable cost model. It's a flat fee. Um, it's affordable and it's really done for you. So our hosts are able to really focus on what they're best at, which is having great conversations, creating a lot of value for their listeners. And they leave all of the um, production work to to my team. Um, and we do a great job. We're very reliable. And, uh, you know, we really take all the heavy lift- lifting off of the hosts. Um, yeah, I, the transparent I, bit and the simple pricing, I think I, yeah. I don't want to gloss over that. I mean, it's the reason why Hivecast does this podcast because everyone else has these sort of complex restaurant menus where you want one type of show notes and you want one type of social media graphic, et cetera. Um, And I think it's really, really important and great that it means when you're looking at your costs, you know what you're going to pay in a month and that's it. You get everything you need. That's right. That's right. That's great. One reason that our hosts really um, like podcasting and why I think you see so many business people, um, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, uh, coaches looking at podcasting as a part of their marketing mix is because it's such a natural way for people to create content when content is so important today. Um, it takes It's a very natural place for people to share their knowledge and their expertise um, and I think it it removes a lot of friction from some of the things that other people have tried to do in the past, like the newsletters and the blog posts and all those things that just die a slow death with the best of intentions. People just can't keep up with it. Podcasting is a way um, that's, I think, really natural and quick and affordable for people to um, get their message out. And then, of course, the nice thing about podcasting, especially if you choose to make a video podcast like we're doing today, uh, it gives you a tremendous amount of content that you can utilize in a number of different mediums, everything from TikTok to YouTube shorts to Instagram reels, which is, um, you know, really what the algorithms are looking for. Uh, they're looking for that video content and, you know, you can get so much bang out of the, out of the buck, if you will, with your investment in doing a podcast. Yeah. It's funny because I think if you were to sit down with a lot of business owners and say, to do good marketing, I'm going to need you to produce all this video content, and I'm going to need you to sit in front of a camera a couple of times a week, at least once a week, Ooh. and produce this content. I mean, it's right. terrifying to them. It and is. So it's so stressful. However, having a conversation like this about something that they're an expert uh, is a very, very easy way for them to create a lot of super valuable content 
um, to connect to people who are interested in hearing their message. Uh, you know, it's it's a really intimate way to have a relationship with a prospective uh, client, right? Because they're listening to you week after week, potentially in their ear, in their car, while they're working out, while they're washing dishes, while they're you know living their life. And it's a very intimate um, relationship that I think can be created between a prospective client and a, and a host. I want to touch on a couple of those points. So, I mean, you mentioned, obviously, this podcast is available both in audio and video. Most podcasts still today, because they started as audio only, are audio only. Video does seem to be growing. How should a host decide whether they should be doing video or not? It's a big decision to make, but I always tell hosts that the decision that the place that they start isn't the place that they have to end. So I really believe that when you're going to invest the time and effort in putting a podcast together, video is the place that you should um, choose for it to live in addition to, you know, a traditional audio podcast environment. But data tells us that people are consuming content um, from podcasts and video, strangely on YouTube, is is really a growing um place where people are consuming content from podcasts. It's very important. And of course, Google's always listening. Uh, the bots and the search engines are out there, you know, looking for content and relevant content around keywords. And, you know, your podcast is going to be crammed full of value and full of SEO keywords. And so that is a really important aspect of getting your podcast on YouTube um, and having that video live there. What I say to hosts is, if you are going to get so wrapped around the axle about being in front of your video that you're not going to do your podcast, then of course, audio is the way to go. But if you can um, kind of get through the fear and get through some of the, um, I don't know, imposter syndrome, self-loathing, all of the things that many of us feel the anxiety that comes with being in front of the camera. Um, you know, you really are just giving yourself a lot more value from the work you're already putting into your podcast by making it a video. Mm. Uh, just the, the content amplification consideration from that decision is tremendous. Yeah. Interesting. What else then? So we can do audio, we can do audio and video. Mm. What are the components of a podcast such as show notes and graphics, for instance, make up the success of a podcast? What other content comes with it? Right. So when you're a client of Hivecast, uh, we create really valuable show notes for every single episode. So our team is generating, you know, listening to every single episode. And I think that's important to note because not every podcast production team is doing that. Um, we are listening to every single episode, multiple human beings are um, writing show notes that are really geared towards your being compelling to a prospective listener. And so to your audience, but probably equally importantly, these are very um, technical show notes in the sense that we're trying to optimize the content that we're writing and balancing that with what Google is looking for and the key the keywords and the themes that are important for your show and for your episode. So that is a top of mind consideration um, for our writers as we're writing show notes. Mm. Along with you know the editing and the show notes, you're also getting promotional assets with every single episode. Um, and what I mean by that is 
assets that our team creates and shares with our our podcast hosts. And those are generally square graphics that can be used on um, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, websites, email newsletters. People leverage these assets in a number of different ways as well as some video content that we use, um, which are either audiograms or videograms um, that can be used, for example, with Reels or YouTube Shorts or TikTok, things of that nature. And those are things that are just included in our cost. They're not an additional incremental fee, but those are incredibly valuable. And again, it just kind of goes to that whole content creation, content amplification um, benefit that comes with creating a podcast. Mm. I can really start as to start seeing um, podcast hosts taking those show notes as well, throwing them in AI and and creating more and more things from them as well, because it's such a good body of content as a starting point. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, there are, you know, there are a lot of um, uses of AI that are um, being discussed in the industry around podcasting. And I think that it's really interesting to think about all these little assets that we're creating and how, um, as you said, they can be used with, these new like um, tools that can amplify that content even further. Yeah. There's an interesting debate at the moment around things like chat GBT version three, et cetera, that a lot of people will have seen in the news over the last few months mm-hmm. about how it's now putting a, a hidden signature in its content because it learns from the content on the web and they don't want it to learn from content that has been generated by AI. And I think whilst the podcast industry will start to embrace AI, I think for a long time, your team who actually listens to it and then have professional writers and editors write that original content based on what the show uh, is about will be will be very important and will ultimately lead to better quality um, results. I think that's very true. There are a number of services that are being developed, subscription services that um, you know, kind of take your audio content and start to just using AI generate a bunch of these different <clears throat> pieces of content. And as you said, you know, Google values original content and Google values content that comes from humans. Um, and I think that our team of really talented um, show note writers and, and experts, I think, do a wonderful job of really enticing listeners um, to care about your show and to be intrigued and want to and want to play it, yeah. and also balancing out kind of the considerations of search engine optimization. Yeah. AI is never going to be able to do that as well, and Google's looking for it. You know, there are no shortcuts. Google Google is always one step ahead, um, and I believe that you know things that are written by humans, at least today, I'll say that at least today, that feels like you know a benefit that you have from working with Hivecast that you may not get with others. Yeah. And we're sitting here recording this beginning of 2023 and Google just this week put out an announcement saying it's going to discredit to a degree AI written content if it can detect it. And, you know, let's be honest, there's a share price based on this, right? Bing put a billion dollars into OpenAI that owns ChatGBT. And so, of course, Google's not trying to do them any any favors. Um, I want to skip on to a couple of topics. There are two big topics I really wanted to uh, to make sure we covered today. One is really around um, this idea that you've created of podcast amplification, which we'll come on to in a minute. But first, sort of connected to that, I, I want to talk a little bit about 
How do your clients look at whether their show is being successful for them? Is it downloads? Is it subscribers? How do they do it? Great. It's 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 an ongoing problem. And I'll tell you, until the podcast industry um, sort of comes together and has a universal um, way of measuring and attributing um, listens and subscribers, there's not one place that you can look. It's not an easy uh, answer, right? And I know that that's a is a frustration that many um, hosts feel when they're trying to understand what numbers are important when it comes to my show. Our point of view is that you know you should have a business purpose for your podcast, unless it's purely you know sport and entertainment for you to do that. In which case, that's wonderful. Um, but if you really are looking for your show to have a business impact. Um, Probably the most important thing is, is it bringing you clients? Mm. Um, You know, is it advancing relationships um, that are helping you open new business? Is it bringing new leads of qualified ideal customers to you? Um, Is it growing your house list, your email list? Is it growing your site visitation? Um, There are a number of different KPIs that you can use to measure a show that go far beyond, you know, downloads and listens and subscribers. In some cases, I would argue that those numbers are almost relevant because, you know, if you're looking for your your podcast to generate three to five new clients a month, um, there are far more important metrics to use than listens because those things just don't correlate. Right. And Hivecast has clients who really don't care at all if anybody except their mom listens, right? And actually the people they're interviewing are the people that they want to put on their actual prospect list. It's true. That's an interesting strategy that many of our podcasters utilize, which is actually leveraging their show as an introduction tool to get in front of either the direct influencers of the purchasers of their client or or their service, excuse me, or, you know, they're actually just interviewing that person as a guest and using that as a natural opportunity to develop a relationship and to share their area of expertise um, and to help their guest be seen as an expert, right? It's a win-win. Mm, that is interesting. Okay. And so then moving on from how they measure it, sometimes a show, of course, needs a little bit of a kick, a little bit of a boost. Sometimes you can, you want your show to be working harder for you. We put in a lot of time and effort doing things like this, and you know we want it to give us the best possible results. Hivecast recently launched a, a podcast amplification service, podamp.fm. Um, tell us a little bit about that. So PodAmp is a service that we developed to answer the request that we have of so many clients that are looking to get even more earballs to their shows. Um, We have developed this service that allows every single one of our clients' episodes to be submitted to national publications um, with huge authority and credibility. We're talking about um, publications like Yahoo, Business Insider, and other you know national news publications that everyone's heard of um, that are just bringing a tremendous amount of attention to our hosts as the experts that they are and attention to the shows as a major resource for the topic that that show covers. So it's incredibly valuable. It's a simple um, process, but it's an impactful service. And what I would like to share also is that you know you don't have to be a customer of Hivecast to take advantage of Podium. 
Um, that's something that we can do, whether you produce your show, someone else produces your show, um, that service is available to any podcaster. Um, and I think it's, it's really pretty special and it's doing big things for our, for our clients and for their shows. That's great. I mean, every host wants to be seen regularly by a new audience and be seen as an authority on their topic. And every host wants Google and maybe Bing in the future, if it starts using its AI tools, it's bought um wants to be seen by them to grow um in uh, in authority as well um sarah anything you'd like to leave us with no thanks so much for having us on i think it's great for you to be sharing the invaluable resource that podcasting can be for coaches for entrepreneurs for experts of all kinds um to really help them develop an audience show their credibility add value um and create a lot of really valuable content so podcasting is the future. <laughs> it certainly is. And as simple as and transparent as the Hivecast pricing and services is, so is the way to find Sarah. So podcast production is at hivecast.fm and the podcast amplification services podamp.m. Sarah, thanks very much. All right. Thanks so much, Dax.